Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're gonna to be doing another update on Chad Daybell and what's been going on. A neighbor speaks out, Tammy Daybell's family makes a statement, a supporter of Chad now turns his back on him, and also I found a pattern that I'll be discussing in this video. But first, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below, click that notification bell, make sure you click it to all so you can be notified of my upcoming videos, my live streams, and my community posts. Please give a like if you support this video and please share this out where you can. Now, let's get into it. Tammy Daybell's family, who is Chad's late wife of almost 30 years, has issued a statement. It's her parents, siblings, and relatives, not Tammy and Chad's children. And it says this, As the family of our beloved Tammy, we want to extend our deepest and heartfelt love and sympathy to the families of Tylee and JJ. We share the pain of the tremendous and shocking loss you are enduring. We still suffer and we will suffer with you for many years to come. Please know we will continue our prayers to strengthen your families as you are finally able to properly lay to rest your precious Tylee and JJ. As matters move through the judicial process, we pray that each of our families can be strengthened and trust that justice will be swiftly served. We wish to thank the many members of law enforcement and the FBI who continue to work tirelessly as investigations continue and the public who have shown such love and support for our families. We also ask that our privacy continue to be respected at this time as we continue to grieve for Tammy and the Woodcock and the Ryan families grieve this unfathomable loss. From Tammy's parents, siblings, and extended family. And Tammy Daybell died on October 19, 2019 at the age of 49. Chad Daybell said that she died peacefully in her sleep. When he awoke, he saw her deceased and said the night before she had a terrible cough. Ten days before that, on October 9th, she had someone in her driveway point a gun at her. She thought it was a paintball gun. The gun, for some reason or another, misfired and she was spared. The shooter ran off. Five days before that, on October 4th, she was urged by Chad Daybell to go visit her parents' house in Utah because he claimed that he had a divine urging from ancestors for her to go. And two days before that, on October 2nd, Lori bought wedding rings on Amazon for her and Chad. So when Chad urged Tammy to go, was this when the children were brought on the property while Tammy was gone? The Idaho Attorney General is investigating both Chad and Lori for conspiracy, attempted murder, and or murder in the death of Tammy. And as we know, no charges have been filed yet. Now there was a neighbor who has come forward and talked to authorities and to the news, and he was talking about a bonfire at Chad's home in fall and in the spring. His name is Matthew Price, and he notified authorities of what he witnessed in Chad's yard. He said, we have been very concerned the whole time for JJ and Tylee. He says, we noticed they were having a few bonfires that were kind of out of the ordinary. They had a big bonfire last fall, and they had two or three big bonfires this spring. Now remember, no one actually knew officially that the kids were gone until December. And I do wonder if the bonfire was at the same time that Tammy was urged to go to see her parents in Utah. Quite possible. Now also in fall, Chad and Tammy went to Matt's house to buy pumpkins 
and that was around the week before Tammy died. And Matt described Chad's demeanor and said he was strange, he was different, he didn't talk a lot, didn't make eye contact with us very much, normally he would. So they went to Matt's house to buy pumpkins around that time that Tammy had the shooter in her driveway. It would have been around the same time. And it would also be a month after Tylee was missing and two weeks after JJ went missing. And Matt also was on the news and described the day of Chad's arrest. And he said, I saw his car take off down the road headed south towards Rexburg. And just seconds later, the marked police cars had their lights and sirens and floored it to go catch him. And it was also reported that the tip of the bonfire ultimately led to the search warrant executed of Daybell's arrest. Now for the pattern. I have a little info snack for you guys that I've been working out. And JJ was last seen at his school on September 23rd. And then Lori disenrolls JJ the next day saying that he was going to homeschool him. That's the last time anyone saw him. And the days before that, Melanie Gibb was visiting and according to her interview, she said that Lori kept commenting that JJ has become a zombie and pointing out his behaviors. Melanie Gibb was there from Thursday, September 19th to Monday, September 23rd. No sign of Tylee, only JJ. And September 23rd was the day that JJ went to school, was the day that he went missing, and it's a significant date for Chad Daybell. Chad has a history of the date September 23rd. Chad has been receiving messages and instructions from Tammy Daybell's grandmother, Lucille, who died in 2005. And on September 23rd, 2011, Chad received this message while working on family's history and lines. And he says, on September 23rd, 2011, I was working on the Marler line and found the records of several families while Tammy and the kids were visiting her parents. I could feel the spirit strongly. Then I felt a presence standing behind my right shoulder and into my mind came Grandma Lucille's voice. It was a younger voice than when I had known her, but it was definitely her. You can't do this alone, Lucille said. It's time for those who have stewardship to get off their butts. And Chad felt her motion to a book on his desk called the Osborne County Book. And then she said to Chad, there are thousands of spirits waiting to move to paradise, but they're stuck in spirit prison until their temple work is done. Most of the people in the book have accepted the gospel and are waiting for our family to do their work. That book is the key. It was compiled by inspiration many years ago. All the families in there are interconnected through direct bloodlines and marriage. And Chad goes on to talk about how Tammy has been playing a computer game for a few hours per day. And he said he got a message from Lucille about it. He says, then her voice got louder and angrier. This was the Lucille that I remembered. She said, my descendants are letting Satan lull them to sleep with technology. Two months ago in the temple, I told you to have Tammy quit her darn computer game, cold turkey, so she would be receptive to a message from me, but she didn't. She has more important work to do than play games. We need her desperately. 
Then Chad says he got several instructions and messages to tell Tammy and also to tell Tammy's mother Phyllis that they needed to do the work on their family line. He says, I quickly opened up a Word document on the computer and typed in everything she was telling me. I felt Lucille's presence linger until I finished. Then she said, go tell them right now. It's not your job to do our family's work. You've got books to write. So Chad says he goes into the living room where the family was watching TV and he asked them to turn it off. He says he held up his paper and said, Phyllis, your mom Lucille just visited me. She had a few things to say. And Phyllis read it, and then she and Tammy apparently both started crying, but in a good way. And they agreed that Lucille's use of the D word, which is the darn word, which is the damn word, uh, was the true sign that they needed. Then Phyllis sat up straight and said, you know what? Today is her birthday. Maybe this was her gift to herself. And we all got chills as that sunk in, which is September 23rd. And according to Chad, her message worked because Tammy quit playing Frontierville and she and Phyllis have done a monumental work over the past four years. He says thousands of names have been submitted to the temple and I know these people are moving into paradise. Now, this is important because Chad says every September 23rd, I wait for another visit of Lucille. So September 23rd is Lucille's birthday. Chad gets messages and instructions from Lucille from the other side. And it just so happens to be the day that JJ went missing and possibly murdered that day. Coincidence? I think not. What did Chad say? Oh, hey, Lori, you know how JJ has become a zombie and I told you about that? Yeah, I got a message from dead Lucille that uh, he has to go. So did Lucille also come to you, Chad, to tell you that Tammy's needed on the other side because two weeks later, after September 23rd, someone tried to kill Tammy and failed in the driveway. And then finally, finally it worked for you. Hey, Chad, she just had a cough at night and in the morning she was peacefully gone. Tell us, what was the method that you used? Because it's too late for you now, so you might as well sing. Who's going to sing first, you or Lori? So it looks like we found another little bit of info linking Chad Daybell. Chad probably needs a good change of underwear right now. But wait until we connect more dots, because I'm not stopping. So Lori goes into JJ's school the next morning. September 23rd, he goes missing. September 24th, Lori goes into the school, withdraws him from there, because she tells the principal that he's going to be homeschooled. And no... He's not being homeschooled because you just can't produce him. That's why he's not in school that day. Principal Josh Wilson said this to East Idaho News. He said he recalls Lori coming into the school on September 24th and telling administrators that she planned to homeschool Joshua. Lori had enrolled Joshua at the school only three weeks prior on September 3rd. Now, speaking of that next day, September 24th, do you know what September 24th is? That would also be Tylee's birthday. She would have been 17 that day. Now, I can't help but wonder if we ask the principal or the administrators there that day, what was Lori's demeanor that day that she came in to unenroll JJ? I'm betting it looks a lot like this. And Lori is just as guilty as Chad. I see a lot of your guys' comments 
and because my last video I made it a lot about Chad but Lori is just as guilty she made no attempt to find the kids because she knew where they were and she smirked the whole way through this whole ordeal whole way and she's justified her actions just like Chad and speaking of Chad it looks like his support systems are no longer supporting him because one of his supporters in the past claimed that he felt vindicated after talking to Chad but now he's changed his mind his name is Christopher Parrott and he said previously Chad and Lori called me tonight and we spoke for almost a full hour I'm here to tell you I feel totally vindicated in standing up for Chad Sue my wife and I now fully understand what had been going on from day one including what's been going on with the kids and his wife Tammy's death Christopher goes on to blame the media and he says there's lies that have been posted on social media and in the lamestream news he says and promises that their story in all of its detail is coming soon. He also hinted that this was a nasty, ugly custody case being driven by grandma. So I'm sure that's the narrative that Chad was giving him. On Thursday, just yesterday, Christopher was interviewed again. They didn't apologize for their previous post, but they said that they feel terrible and that they had no idea the kids were dead. They went on to say that their hearts and prayers are with the family, they feel sick to their stomach, and they want people to know that they had nothing to do with this. When they were asked about Chad Daybell and his story, they said they didn't feel comfortable sharing anything about it, what the story was at the time because of the ongoing investigation. And they said, basically, obviously, Chad lied to us. Now, Chad's son, Garth Daybell, spoke out and he was interviewed by YouTuber Tyson Draper. If that name is familiar to you, Tyson actually interviewed Barry a couple weeks ago. I believe it was a couple weeks ago. And Garth in it says, well, I'd say it happens, but it doesn't. And he was kind of smiling about it. And he also says, keep supporting us. We appreciate your love and support. We feel your prayers. And he was seen on the video carrying boxes at Chad Daybell's house. As for Bond, it looks like Chad's going to have a tough time getting out of jail. Surely he's seen that coming in his portal or from the other side of the veil. I don't know. We'll have to find out. The owner of Freedom Fast Bail Bonds in Idaho Falls explained about how the process works, saying that there's certain criteria Chad would have to meet. He says there's the cost, the state assigned 10% of the bond, then they would need a way to secure that million dollars. The insurance companies are going to need a guarantee that if he takes off, they're not going to lose out on a million dollars. That guarantee could include a million dollars in equity, and that could mean owning multiple properties, cash collateral, and or co-signers who are local residents or business owners. He says at this point, even if somebody wanted to bond them out, it would be hard for them to come up with the premium, the 100,045, plus be able to secure the million dollar bond. And even, he goes on to say, even if everything lined up and Chad secured all the components, he said there's the fact that Chad is accused of hiding human remains on his property, that's going to be a factor. Now, what's interesting is when he said 100,045, I thought that was just so interesting that it was that number because 
We always hear the 144,000, but it's just the numbers 100,045. I thought, well, that would include Chad. So I will keep going on these videos and keep digging. Tell me what you think about my little info snack and pattern about September 23rd. Do you think it's significant? Let me know in the comments below. These charges, in my opinion, need to be upgraded for both Chad and Lori, and I'm sure they're gathering their info and will hopefully be upgraded soon. And, and if there's others involved, they should be held accountable as well. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Give a like to this video and please share this where you can. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.